Now that we were Yaitzim Choladay's the most of the Bidikusa We could we could start the Gemara. Oh yeah? Alright. It's like two feet between it's like laser silver. Instead of just a podcast, you should do a video thing. There's only one funny thing on the video, that's it. We got I can't say we now go on a massive diversion. I mean, it's not that massive. Old Parrot's only a blot left. But we go like on a, on a, like a tangent here. The last mission in the Parrot started talking about real Hilchas Mizumin, real Dine Mizumin. And, and, you know, if the one person breaks off, can he break off? What can he do? Three groups of breaking off, etc. The Mishnah dropped in a one-liner in the end of the Mishnah. The Mishnah dropped in a one-liner in the end of the Mishnah. And Chendo, we were just talking about you. We, we need some Poland chopsies. We'll fill you, we'll fill you in later. Um, <laughs> so I kids are... Yeah, you can't change nothing on the, on the app. I'm the administrator now. <laughs> anyway, our kids are... So we had a machlekes about the wine. In the in the bench, is di- is undiluted wine wine or not? So we're talking about halachas of laws and the chacham. Rav holds unless the wine is diluted, it doesn't even have a din of wine. Period. The chacham old no, even undiluted wine, b'diavid has a din of wine. One of the ways we expressed, one of the ways we expressed whether or not it's wine was. Can you use the wine for other uses? Lamashal to wash your hands. If it's wine, nuts, no, that's that's not right. You can't wash your hands with wine. If it's not wine, we said you could wash your hands. Which led to a discussion which we started on Thursday night about using food for other uses. For instance, can you take a piece of challah? and stabilize a wobbly plate. That would be Tully in this. One opinion is, yeah, if you need to stabilize a wobbly plate, you can take a piece of challah, although it's not with the intended use for the challah, wedge it underneath the plate and stabilize the wobbly plate. Other opinion said, no, that would be an inappropriate use for challah, it's bizui eicha. Which now brings us to a discussion of bizui eicha, where a teeny bit past halfway down the page, on Nonoma base. Tanarabonim. Says Gemara, Tanarabonim. Dalid Dvarim Namru Bepas. Four halachas were said concerning bread. Number one, Ein Manichan Basachai Alapas. You can't put a piece of raw meat on bread. Let's say you have a counter which is dirty, maybe even treif. You don't want to put a piece of raw meat straight on the counter. There's no plate available. Come on, this hasn't happened at a Bachar's barbecue. You, there's no plate available to put the raw piece of meat on. You want to rest the raw piece of meat on a handy hot dog bun. 
Says the Gemara, no, you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to. Mamash just started the Gemara. Oh, we, you're not allowed to rest a piece of raw meat on bread. You know why? Because there's inevitably going to be a residue of blood, a residue of raw meat on the bread. It's going to ruin the meat. No one's interested in a piece of challah with raw meat blood on the piece of challah. So that was a wrong thing to do to the challah. You ruined it for somebody else. Therefore, it becomes awesome. So the first property we said about bread is ein manich and basar chai alapas. Number two, ein mavirin kais male alapas. You can't pass a full cup over a piece of bread because whenever you pass a full cup, when it's mamish full to the rim, it gets it gets toppled. We all experienced this by Kaisal Yo just a few weeks ago. That when something is full and you move it, it gets spilled. So if it spills on the tablecloth, who cares? If it spills on a piece of challah, you just ruined a piece of challah for no good reason. Therefore, it's usr. Number three, vein zark in hapas. Or matzah. Vein zark in hapas. You can't throw bread. That we will... Um, We'll discuss in a minute. And finally, the last halacha is concerning what we discussed last week, the answer is no. You cannot support a wobbly plate with a piece of bread. You can't use a piece of bread as a wedge to stabilize a wobbly plate. Continues the Gemara. This Gemara, I've never gotten some of the details here, why they're necessary. Amemar Marzutra and Rabashi ate bread together. They brought in front of them pomegranates and the dates and pomegranates. Total non sequitur. But, no shaykhis. Shakal Marzutra. Pasik Lakamidur Abashi Distana Marzutra took and threw in front of Rabashi a piece of meat. So we, we have we have three foods going on in this meal. We're only here to discuss one. They sat down to eat bread. Unnecessary detail number one. Then, unless you can say they're trying to contrast the bread to something else, then they ate dates. And pomegranates. Then Marzutra threw a piece of meat to Rabashi, and Rabashi protested. Now, why the story couldn't start there, I don't know. Don't you know the halacha? You're not allowed to throw food? You just threw a piece of meat. How did you throw food? Says the Gemara. Nope. That like the previous Brisa says, is only talking about bread. Haibipas. The only isra to throw food is bread. So you're allowed to throw a fruit. You're allowed to throw a piece of meat. You're just not allowed to throw bread. Frag the Gemara. Haibipas Tanya. Aiva Tanya. Kishem shein zarkin esapas. Kachin zarkin esaychlin. Ay, we learned that No. Just like it's also to throw bread, it is also to throw any food. 
So you just made a chilek that's not true. You're mechalik between throwing food and throwing bread. You said throwing food is mutter, throwing bread is usr. It's not true. The b'risa says just like it's also to throw bread, it's also to throw food. I'm like, well, I have a b'risa that says like me. I have a b'risa that mamish addresses this and says the opposite of you. Even though you're not allowed to throw bread, you're correct, but you are allowed to throw food. So we have a fine mess over here. We have one b'risa that says you're not allowed to throw bread. We have another breast that says you're not allowed to throw any food just like you're not allowed to throw bread. We have another breast that says you're just not allowed to throw bread, but you are allowed to throw other food. So how do we make, how do we make peace between all this? says, It depends. Something that will get disgusting and something that will not get disgusting. If you throw a piece of potato kugel, and the guy doesn't catch it mamish cleanly, then you have a mess and no one's going to want to eat it. So it is usher to throw potato kugel. If you have an apple, no, no, no. <laughs> and you throw the apple, which the apple doesn't become meas, even if you don't catch it, just gets a bruise, that's fine to throw. It sounds like, even though there's a machlik, but this is how the machaber paskins, Bread is usher to throw even though it won't become mias. So this is how you fill all three categories. Bread is its own category. And then we have two other categories. So generally the categories are something that will get ruined by being thrown is usher to throw. So something that gets mushy and splat when it gets thrown, even if it does get caught, sure if it doesn't get caught, is usher to throw Period. Something that doesn't get ruined, like a hard-boiled egg, like an apple, like an orange, something that doesn't get ruined, you're allowed to throw bread, even though, even though it doesn't get ruined, you're not allowed to throw it. And that is how the Mishnabura Paskins, that's how the Mishnabura Paskins, Simon Kuf, Ayan Alf, Sif, Cut, and Test. Now, there is a Chesidish Minig to throw the challah by Hamaytzi. Anyone seen this? Yeah. You've seen it? Yeah. There is a chassid de Sheminik to throw the Hamaytzi, to throw the bread by Hamaytzi. Rabbi Weinberg. Huh? Down the table. Down the table. Rabbi Weinberg did it. That's where I, I learned from this minute. He's a chassid de Sheminik. Yeah. So Rabbi Weinberg said, it's a, it's a chassid, we, we looked at it, it's a chassid de Sheminik to throw the bread because this way no one gets embarrassed at any parts of any month and like, you know, husbands, wives, it's not, it's not an issue. You don't have to like, you know, pass it to your kid, that kind of, that kind of situation. So to avoid any embarrassing situations at the table, see them have a minute to always... Put it down. Don't pass it to anyone. Just put it down. But like, it's nice to give the bread to your challah, but you could do it to, to your wife, to your challah. <laughs> challah, I meant. What? Where did they learn out this is from? This from bread? Um, so it, it's a Gemara we're going to have in the ninth parak. Anything your mavaza you'll never get Hanoa from. And bread is symbolic of Parnasa. So you want to be very, very careful being Mavaza bread. So you want to treat it mamish in the strict guidelines of halacha. So what is the guidelines? So the guidelines in general of food are, is it, does it get ruined, doesn't get ruined. The Mishbrua Paskins, bread, even if it doesn't get ruined, you're not allowed to throw it. But maybe that's the, that's the shot in, this, in, the, in the minute, to throw it, because 
you're not doing it. You're doing it. Uh, 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 so, 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 a, a, a meal. so the Bessie, so the Bessie is mechalic like that, that since you're not doing a Derech B'Zayin, it should be Mutter. The Mishnah explains that the, what the Gemara is doing over here is saying that bread has a different status even if it's not Derech B'Zayin. Mamash B'Avarnza. Mamash B'Avarnza. Rishanim say like you. But the Mishnah Bruch, Mamash B'Avarnza, it says that. The Mishnah argues on the Bessie Yeah, yeah. Then you won't argue one on one. It's machria, not like the base so based on other rishon. Okay, on the topic of bizoy eichlin. So there was this minig in the olden days at a chasana to like to increase festivities, to pump the wine through pipes, and and like each person would just like land, you know, like stick like at the end of the pipe, and like you would, like do like just pour wine down his throat. So, huh? They do it today, yes. My, uh, my students do make this tzushto every time. I even know what it's called. Um, you should know, when I was a bacha, I remember, I don't know if any of you ever went, told this iron on the Simchas Beis HaSheva, this is the most disgusting thing ever. The, the, the tap pours petal. So, so the, the, you know, until, until I learned about a beer bong, that was my tzushto. But now... Um, so, 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 but apparently, so there's two problems in this thing. You no, know, it, it promotes festivity, but Lamaisa, there's wine wasted. You can't, you can't like, uh, you know, like do a handoff perfectly that, forget wine getting all over your face, but like wine lands between one guy and the next guy. And number two, it's not a very dignified, forget whether you do put the pinky up or you don't put the pinky up. This is not dignified. So, so those are the two problems, but still the Gemara says it's fine. You're able, you're able to pump or, or cause to flow. Yayin, wine, and pipes. And you heard it here first, not from the Goyim. It's permissible to throw in front of the Chassan and Kala, not rice, but roasted kernels of barley and nuts because these things sprout quickly. So it's a skula that we're, that we're trying to bring upon the Chassan and Kala that they should sprout quickly. But says the Gemara, Bimay Sachama in the dry season, where it's not muddy on the ground. Not in the rainy season, where it's going to get disgusting. The Rishanim speak out. Of course you're going to sweep them up and use them. We're not talking about throwing it away. We're talking about just doing something in between having it and eating it. They throw it at the Chaz and Kal, but of course you're going to scoop it up and eat it. But never cakes, which will splat upon contact, Okay. Let us continue. Okay, let, let's, let's start this Gemara at least. Amar Yehuda. Shachach, this is very, very, it's easy Gemara, but it's very Negeya. Really, really Negeya. Shachach, if a person forgot to make a bracha, and he put food in his mouth. Right? This has happened to all of us, unfortunately. So, push the food to one side of your mouth, sort of clear up your mouth, and then make a bracha. 
push the food to one side of your mouth, and then make a bracha. I says, well, just like the last Gemara, we have a three-way stira. We have three brises that discuss this. Tani ida. Tani ichara. We learn one brisa. Boilum. Nope. Swallow it. If you eat food and you don't make a bracha, just swallow it. Vitanya idach. We learned in another brisa, Poltan. Spit it out. Vitanya idach. And yet we learned in the third brisa, like you just said, Misalkin, put it to the side of your mouth. So we have a brisa that paskins every possible scenario what you could do with food if you ate it without a bracha. Just eat it, just swallow it, spit it out, or push it to the side. Says the Gemara, and we're going to have to discuss this, says the Gemara Leikasha. I can answer all three. Each one has a time and a place where it's appropriate. Hadetanya Bailin. This that it says, swallow it, Bimashkin is when you have a big gulp of drink in your mouth. So the other two, the other two possibilities are not really applicable because to spit it out would be baltashchis. To put it to one side of your mouth, unless it's very small, like you know, like a sip of coffee or something like that. But if you took like a big swig, you can't, you don't have place to put it to one side of your mouth. And therefore, the only option left is to swallow it. Um, um, just one little kash before we go on. I So 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 Rashi says, so Rashi says, um, Rashi says about not spinning out. I saw one of the Rishanim say, because at that point it's not food. Which means food means something that someone would eat. No one is eating your spit out seltzer. So at that point, you're not over on bracha. Because at that point, it's no longer food. You did the wrong thing. That's as far to make it more meaning to spit it out. It's not Baltashtim anymore. <laughs> so, so Rashi says, Shemaf Sidon, for you it is. I have no problem drinking the seltzer that's in my mouth. For no one else it is. So it took away the shame food, but for me it's fine. No, you just, you just asked a question on what you just said. It's for you, it's just getting hung out from it. If for you, it still has the shame. Right. Yeah, so... so, so I forgot where I saw this. It, 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 you have to, I, I, above all, who cares if it's food or not? You're getting Hanah. It has to be Hanah from food. Right, but for you, it's still food. That would be a whole thing everybody. That would be I, I like what you're saying better than what I'm saying. Okay, well, I, I'm okay with that. So, <laughs> what's the mock to them? You want to lose that way. Baltashis are like money, money, like money weapons. Let's hear the water fountain and you, and you did it. So and there's more. Yeah, you still shouldn't waste food. That, that does, it doesn't say you have to spit it out. Now, I guess before we go on, there's a major machlekes rishen, a major. And, you know, we're going to have to get back into this tomorrow. We'll get back to the other two tomorrow. Liquids, it says, if you take a huge swig of seltzer, and say, whoops, forgot to make a shako. What do you do? Swallow it. That's what it says in our Gemara. 
We'll get to the other two tomorrow. And then what? And then do you make a bracha or do you not make a bracha? So it's a major machlekeshim. The rush brings from Ben Hanano, and then you don't make a bracha. You back yourself into a corner. Yes, the proper thing to do is to swallow it. I also Adam Shiana, that's the answer. And like, no, like we don't owe you a bracha. You messed yourself up and you can't make a bracha afterwards. We're assuming the case is that there's no more left to drink, right? Oh, uh, that doesn't matter. That's the next Gemara. That's the next Gemara. But let's let's assume for a second, yeah, Vad, if there's more to drink, make a bracha. Right. By the way, it won't help what you did already. Mamish right. the next circuit. The Rush, who quoted the Rabbi Nechanel, says, no. The Rush says, swallow it, and then make a bracha afterwards. No. I, I, the Rush says the following svar. I, you have to make a bracha before you eat. Says the Rush, to answer that, that since while it was in your mouth, you hopped, I didn't make a bracha, you sort of like planted your flag. Okay, I, I have a right to go back in time till that point. And when I make my bracha after I swallow it, the bracha sort of, since it was, it was hatched, the idea to make a bracha was hatched at the time was in your mouth, the bracha sort of predates itself and it, it's able to mark back in time to when you had it in your mouth. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, no, because we haven't, What's the lesson I wrote down? And therefore, Oh, because by Eichlin, we'll see. I mean, by Eichlin, we have the other two eights. Either, either take it. The Gemara is going to yeah, say so. Is it yeah, so, so? But but that's better than nothing. Oh, like, uh, so what? So you're saying once you have this rush, why don't you say do it afterwards? That's the psak of the Rambam. Based on this, based on your logic, we might have to do this right tomorrow. Based on that, the Rambam says, yeah. Always make a bracha afterwards. Mamish, based on your logic. Let's stop here for tonight's weekend, Chazer. But, but the, Mamish, we'll get into these stars tomorrow.